Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Alrighty. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Where I Stand. It's your host, Ray Tucker. And Jay Jones. Yep. <laughs> and um, so it's a serious episode, and uh, we're not going to be joking around like we normally do a whole lot, because no. we don't want to um, misrepresent and come off you know, flimsy and whatnot. Mm. Right? So last episode, we talked about preventing sexual immorality by engaging in community, establishing boundaries, mm-hmm. and having open communication with specific members within your community. Today, we we'll continue to talk about sexual immorality, and we want to caution our viewers that this is this is an adult topic right. and not suitable for small children. Yeah, this is a very divisive issue within the church culture and American culture in general. And we want to caution our viewers and listeners that we may present ideas that you may not agree with, and we take a strong stance against violence, either physical or verbal, towards anyone who's struggling with sexual struggling with sexual immorality. And there is no biblical mandate that encourages violence towards anybody, either physical or verbal. Right. While we understand the deeply held beliefs and experiences of the LGBTQ plus community, we also believe that the Bible is the revealed the Bible is God's revealed plan for mankind, and that his word is perfect in its original transmission to mankind. Specifically, that mankind was created as man and woman mm-hmm. for the express purpose of reflecting his glory through the consummation of marriage of a man and a woman. With that being said, we continue our conversation on sex and focusing on homosexuality. homosexuality. We're going to talk about the identity issue, mm-hmm. the marriage issue, and then we're going to leave off on encouragement because that is a really good spot to leave Absolutely. Off. So let's dive right into it. First Corinthians, verse chapter chapter six, verse nine through eleven. Again, we're reading out of the NLT version because for for our viewers, it tends to just flow a lot better. Right. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, or worship idols, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes or female prostitutes or practice homosexuality, or are thieves, or greedy people, or drunkards, or are abusive, or cheat people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, here's a key part. Some of you were once like that, Mm -hmm. but you were cleansed. You were made holy. Mm -hmm. You were made right with God. Yes. By calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God. Mm-hmm. Now, key thing to remember, we touched on this in past episodes, is that Corinthians is an epistle or a letter right. written by Paul to what To now? the church. That's right, mm-hmm. the church. He's talking to Christians first that are in Corinth, yes. the city of Corinth. Right. You know, saying that some of you were once this way. Absolutely. Some of these Christians were once practicing these same things. All right. the whole list. Absolutely. Some of these Christians were practicing the same Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. All right. This is what we're called out mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So 
we want to make sure we establish right from the right off the bat is that we're not here to judge anybody. Mm-hmm. We're not here to condemn anybody. Mm-hmm. But we are. We're not going to shy away from the express word of the gospel, right? right. Of the of scripture, right? Like this. This is God's revealed plan for mankind. This is mm-hmm. what He revealed to us. Absolutely. You know, and we see it in nature as well, right? So we're going to go into and talk a little bit about the identity issue, and we're first going to read some excerpts from a publication by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. And this is the uh, the top health issues for right. LGBT populations, information and resource kit. And I'll try to provide that link. And I won't, I won't try. It's only do or do not. So I'll try. I'll, I said I'll try again. I will put this link. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Like Matt Yoda said, there's no, right. there no try. It's only do or do not. Right. But um, Or Nike, just do it. Or Nike, just do it. <laughs> So, in the mid-1920s, German sexologist Magnus Hirschfeld published an article making the first differentiation between a desire for same-sex acts and a desire to live and or dress as the opposite sex. It wasn't until the 1950s that the concepts and theories about gender, gender roles, and gender identity were introduced and defined in the literature. Now, mind you, that's a hundred years ago when he first right. started putting it out there. So they're thinking long game, right? Mm-hmm. The ongoing work of these and other pioneers. Now, mind you, these are excerpts, so this is not like a literal verbatim reading reading of the entire article. Right. right. I'm kind of just trying to make the point here, right? Mm-hmm. The ongoing work of these and other pioneer researchers in the field of gender identity development raised awareness. That gender is not exclusively determined by an assigned sex at birth, but determined by a person's sense of belief right. and ultimate expression of self. Right. Now, I have this highlighted. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. I have so many things highlighted because I, I wanted to just highlight them and um, point this out. So, when you're making a shift away from biology to psychology, right? Right. Right. We're talking about gender not exclusively determined by assigned sex at birth mm. but ultimately by a person's sense mm-hmm. belief right you realize your senses can be manipulated very easily very right. easily right. I could turn a temperature down or up and <laughs> you'll be affected very easily right 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 and the psychology the psychology aspect is falling anyway yeah. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Desperately wicked. So your desire is to do wrong. The only time our desire changes going back to the text is you were washed and saved by Jesus yep. Christ. Amen. So before then, our desire was to do wickedness. So relying on your own way of thinking, who I think I am or how I feel, is it's, it's a faulty way of doing things. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing about it is you're shifting away from biology Mm -hmm. in the shifting from biology to psychology, Mm -hmm. you know, you realize that there's like, let me put it this way. The reason they shifted Mm -hmm. from biology to psychology is because they realized there's no logical argument against biology. Right. 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 But if you make it into psychology, then you can argue um, then you can make then you can argue the legitimacy of the ideal, right. right? Especially in a nation where we have the protective right of free speech 
in right. expression, right? right? So now that if it's an ideal, it's something that I feel, mm-hmm. you can't make a law against something I feel. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't argue against something I feel. Right. Right? Right. So That's true. Can't argue with that. Moving on. Some research suggests that three external factors may influence how a person develops and ultimately expresses their gender identity. Centrality, evaluation, and felt pressure. Centrality refers to how important gender is to a person's overall identity. Evaluation refers to how a person views his or her gender in terms of cultural standards, beliefs, and norms. And felt pressure refers to a person's feelings about the need to conform to these cultural standards, beliefs, and norms. Now, the word, let me bring it back up, actually. So, importance, you know, when you define that out, it's marked by, marked by or indicative of significant worth or consequence, valuable in content or relationship. relationship. And that's key right there because what happens is if you say that, if, you, if, if you're making this argument that who I am is no longer what I was when I was born, mm-hmm. what you're doing in that process is you're devaluing your original sex, the right. sex that God purposed for you to be, purposed for you to live out. Absolutely. Right? And your value is what your value, like your value is what your value is. You know, God made you in this particular way mm-hmm. because he value, values you in that way. What you're really saying to God is, no, your value is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Not just that you're wrong, but the value is wrong. Right. Um, I've had these conversations with my wife about womanhood, again, from the culture that she comes from and how they feel less than. It has led her at times to say that I wish that I was a man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, in doing that, you're actually taken away from the value that God has given you in the beginning by saying I made you as a woman. Going back to the origins, y'all have equal dominion. You are yes. equal to the man. And so you, you, you downgrade yourself when you do that. Also, with an individual that could be, let's say it's a black man, right? And he's a, he, he I, I don't like the way that I look. I hate my color. Well, you were made in the image and likeness of God. And now you're saying that God, what God did wasn't a good thing, that you, there's no value in your color. And I, I would go as far as to say that that is uh, something that as a believer talking to the Christian, because we are held accountable, you need to repent from that. Yes. You do. Yeah. So if you're saying God makes a mistake, then you're saying right. God not good. If you say right. God not good, right. then God not God. Exactly. Because God is always good. Exactly. If God's not good, then he's man. Mm-hmm. And God not man that's God not a man that he should lie. He didn't make a mistake by making you what you are. It is the sinfulness of man that may cause you to feel less than or to feel oppressed, but oh. that that wasn't God's that wasn't God's uh plan. It's through sin that all of those things happened and everything was through all. So we have to we have to look at the origins and what was God's plan for man and find our value in what God thinks, what is God's standards, rather than, again, what that thing was talking about, cultural standards yep. or things that happen within the culture. Exactly. And uh, going back to uh, centrality, you know, like I said, it seeks to reassess the value of your sexual identity. Mm-hmm. You know, what your sexual identity, your sexual value is determined by birth. Right. Evaluation... Now, 
evaluation and felt pressure, those are kind of both amoral tools. They're mm. neither immoral or moral, mm. but they're both tools mm. that can be used to use for general perception and establishing justice and also identifying hypocrisy. Mm. Right? We use we, we use the tools every day mm. to point out, like, wait a minute, you're not doing something that you you say one thing, you do another. Right. Children are keen at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> Man. Check. Yeah, really. So, moving on. We're gonna, um, the next question, so really the question is identifying the identity issue, the identity issue mm-hmm. you know, and identifying this, as the sin because you are not the sum total of what you do. Right. You know, you may lie and that may make you a liar in the moment, mm-hmm. but, or even for a season. Right. Right. But you can repent. Yes. And you could put that away, mm-hmm. right? Just because you do something, I mean, that's who you are for the entirety of your being mm-hmm. for all eternity, mm-hmm. you know. But if you repent, if you once a lot, once were a liar, and then you repent, you're no longer a liar. Right. You're a new creation. Right. All right. You know. Likewise, you may practice homosexuality, and that might make you a homosexual for that time period. Mm-hmm. But if we, if you repent and put it away, if you actually don't want to do this and you don't want to live this lifestyle, there mm-hmm. is a way out Absolutely. You know, through Jesus Christ because yeah. there is no temptation that is given to man where there's no way out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a way out of temptation Absolutely. through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. You know, so just because you've done these things don't mean you have to say that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're going to get into identity a lot more in, in the coming episode. We'll right. talk about who God says he is, who God says you are, right. who you say you are, right. who Satan tries to say you are, right? Right. You know, so the danger comes when I say, oh, I sin and I'm proud of it, right? Or, so so that's what, kind of what we're saying with homosexual, with right. pride month, right? You know, right. oh, I'm gay and I'm proud, right? Mm-hmm. Or, but if you, if you apply that to that list that's in 1 Corinthians 6 that we read mm-hmm. earlier, if anyone else were to say, oh, I'm a liar and I'm proud of it, what would you make of that? Exactly. You know, you'd be like, okay, well, I ain't going to be your friend. Exactly, you liar. Well, I ain't telling you nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I know? can't trust you. I can't trust you. You know, it's one thing I learned growing up, you know, in New York, you know, like your word is your bond, right? Wow. So, so the way I internalized that and translated that to mean is that you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up. Mm. Just don't be a hypocrite. Right. Nobody likes a hypocrite. Mm. Thieves don't like a hypocrite. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, the entire job is based on that. Exactly. You know, what happened after that first scene? You know? I don't know if you've seen the Italian job or not. Have you seen the Italian job? No, I have not seen it. Wait, no. I have seen the Italian yeah. job. It was a long time ago. Was I watched, time. It, with, it, I watched it with my cousin on cable. I don't remember it. But I have seen it, though. <laughs> but, but If you're I, watching I, this, Domo, the Italian job. But, but yeah, basically after that first job, mm. you know, they get double cross, mm. right? Guess what? Hypocrite. Mm. That's the point. Mm. So I'm not going to... Spoiler alert, okay? So there it goes. Right. If you, I mean, this movie's almost 10 years, probably more than 10 years old by now. Yeah, so if you haven't seen I was it, watching that like, like in middle school. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, I kind of just said it. I'm getting my notes right now. Right. 